Jesus said, In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name. And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world, and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. His disciples said, Ah, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Our tools are wonderful inventions. Things in the woodworking shop that used to take days now take hours. Things that used to take hours now take minutes, minutes now seconds. And any of you who have power tools probably have seen the extensive warning labels that comes not only on the box and the instructions, but oftentimes on the side of the tool itself. Of course, there are the people who work at the companies that make the power tools that are worried about liability and base covering. They don't want to get sued if you have a moment of absent-mindedness and cut off your finger. But more humanely, they have these warnings on there because they don't want you to get hurt. One human to another, if you know something's dangerous, you say, be careful, this could really harm you. Power tools are good and they are useful, but it doesn't mean that they're not dangerous. The Lord Jesus Christ gave, the night before, the night he was betrayed, the day before he was crucified, he gave to his church Holy Communion. And far greater and far necessary than a miter saw or a table saw, it is this, his body and his blood given and shed for us sinners to eat and to drink for forgiveness of sins and with that, life and salvation. Holy Communion is good. It is a blessing to Christ's church. Holy Communion is powerful. It does magnificent things. But... Just like a saw, if misused, it poses a grave danger. Paul says to the Corinthians, Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. He's saying, though the sacrament is a good thing, it can indeed be abused. And because it's powerful, the abuse of it can be very dangerous. And so Paul gives the warning to the church that he does, and he continues. Anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. This is why many of you, are, he, he says, this is why many of you are weak and ill, and some even have died. Paul's warning is not just base covering. 
He doesn't have a lawyer whispering into his ear, you better say that so if there's a problem with communion, somebody from the Corinthians comes back and sues you and you're covered. No. Paul gives his warning to the church, them then and us now, to keep us safe. And so, among other reasons, Christians, and Lutherans in particular, have a very high standard for admission to the Lord's altar, to the sacrament of Holy Communion. It's why we spend so many years teaching. I used to think four years was a long time for CEC, then I got to Calvary, we do six. It's why we examine the students, asking them questions, making sure that what has been taught has, at least basically, sunk in and been absorbed. And it's why we have a big service where those admitted to the altar publicly confess their Christian faith and the doctrine that they have learned. Today is a very special day for Judah, Peyton, Liv, and Noel, but for more than one reason. First, of course, CEC is done for you guys. It's completed. Second, of course, this is an important rite of passage for Lutherans. Confirmation is a big deal in our church historically. But most importantly, by custom it's tied to today, you guys get to start taking Holy Communion. You get to receive Jesus' body and blood for the forgiveness of your sins. It's a great day to, to have. Great day for you guys to experience, for us to all celebrate with you. But here's the thing, even though you're finished with CEC, I don't want any of you to think of today as the ending of something, because it's not. And to be honest, it's not the beginning really of something either. Yes, you get to begin taking Holy Communion, but the promises that Jesus gave each one of you in your baptism are no more valid and sure than they were yesterday. Today really is more, I'd say, for you guys like a mile marker on the road, on the road of your life and its journey, and the road that the life of God that God gave to you. You see, the thing that lies before you after today, after your confirmation, is the same thing that lies after you, that you've already been through. Temptation to sin and to sin, the ups and downs that go with everybody's life in whatever measure, and the regular bag of hopes and disappointments that everybody in this room has experienced and will experience. Now, all of these things don't increase after today, but I want to tell you, they don't go away either. Confirmation, it doesn't subtract and it doesn't add. What today does, though, is it makes public your faith, your confession, and the God who blesses you and keeps you, the God who has blessed you and kept you, and the God who will bless you and keep you. What confirmation does today is that it affirms, is that you affirm that come what may, the Lord your God is indeed your, individually, your God. Jesus says, everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. You guys are doing the good part of that verse, the positive first half of that verse today here in a few minutes. Specifically, when you come up here in front of everybody and answer the questions in the right. And when you return again and again to receive the altar and its meal, you're doing the very same thing. And that's something, believe me, 
that throughout your life you will need to do. You see, God's grace and his mercy and his forgiveness was won once, but it's not just given once. It wasn't given to the world on Good Friday. It was accomplished on Good Friday, but not given to the world there. On Good Friday, on the cross, on Calvary, outside of Jerusalem, Jesus paid the debt of sin for the entire world, but he didn't give it to us there. He gives it to us here, in church, where Christians gather together around the word and the sacraments. And because you four, like all of us, are going to continue to be sinners after today, because you're going to keep going on life's journey, you're going to need to continue to need the Lord that you confess publicly today and the Lord who are you, are, you are about to receive in the Holy Supper. So remember today. Remember today not just as a significant event in your life. Remember it, fine for that, that's okay. Remember the presents that you're probably going to get later, the food and the family and friends gathering. They're all great, but that's not the big thing I want you to hold on to. I want you to remember this day for what it represents to you, the reaffirmation of your Christian faith. Treasure it for what the heavenly treasure that is coming to you today, treasure that Jesus gives you. Thus you will be prepared rightly to receive and safely to come to this table now and in the future and all the days of the life that Jesus Christ has given to you. To him be all glory now and forever.